Hi, everyone. This is Steve Bowes. Recently, the HR Happy Hour and H3HR Advisors team attended the iSolved Connect conference in Nashville, Tennessee. At the event, we sat down with several iSolved leaders and iSolved customers to talk about some of the most important topics, issues, and trends in the world of work, HCM technology, and more. This episode is a part of that series recorded at the event, and we're excited to share them with you. Thanks to our friends at iSolved, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the HR Happy Hour. You are here with Trish and my special guest host, Karen Steed. Hi, Trish. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining me. We're here at iSolved Connect in Nashville, Tennessee. The energy is great. It's so nice being here just with everyone walking around and seeing everything happen. It's great. I know. And I'm excited that we have the opportunity to record the show here. We're going to be doing multiple episodes that people will be hearing over the next few weeks. But we really want to focus in on what's going on in the industry. What are HR professionals, other business leaders looking for when it comes to their technology? So we'll be touching on a lot of different topics. We're going to do some deep dives with customers going forward. We're going to talk to the people who are actually designing the product. So I think this will be a a great, great uh, way to kick off the event. I think so. I think we should probably start with, what, like the overall, see what we can find out. Yes. So today on our episode, we're going to go completely big picture. We have James Norwood, the Chief Marketing and Strategy Officer, and Pragya Maholtra, the Chief Product Officer. And we are going to have a good discussion around high level what's going on at iSolved and what's really most important to them. So welcome to the show. James, why don't we start with you? Maybe introduce yourself to the audience, tell a little bit about you and a little bit about iSolved. Thanks, Trish. Thanks, Karen. Thanks for having me on the show. And uh, yeah, a little bit about me. I've been in enterprise software for, I hate to say it, more than 35 years. Naturally, as you can tell from my accent, I'm a native Texan. And... um, (laughs) Yeah, you know, I actually began my career in payroll, which is something I, I often forget because it was so long ago. And, uh, you know, gone through various guises, but to be back here with ISOL for the last two years, you know, right in the heart and center of human capital management is, it's like coming full circle in your career. So it's an exciting place to be at an exciting time. That's great, great. And uh, Pragya, you recently joined, I believe this is your second official day, right? Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what you're going to be doing at ISOP? Absolutely. So first of all, thank you for having me. Yes, this is my day two. So I am, as much as you are, learning here and just happy to be here. Uh, always good to make connection with you know people right on the day uh, the start days. That's exciting. But I am not new to the HCM industry, so I've been uh, in HCM for almost six years now, uh, and have been doing enterprise software for over 20 years. So it's good to see how far we've come along in the industry uh, as a whole, and how we are leading in this transformation of work and life coming together for everyone. So it's just good to see our industry taking that by the by the front. Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned transformation because I think that's one of the things I really wanted to have you both touch on because not only has ISOP gone through a a really big transformation in these last couple of years, um, I was at Connect last year and talked with a lot of your customers and they are all, that's just a word that came up over and over. And I'm sure as we're kicking this off, we'll hear more of that in the next couple of days as well. But could you maybe, James, touch a little bit on that, both from your, your client's perspective? Like, what are you hearing as you're kind of talking to them? Are they feeling like the technology is really supporting this business transformation? What do they really think? 
Yeah, you know, I, I think what they think is, is it transcends technology, right? It's been two traumatic years for human resources professionals all, right. all over the world. I mean, they've gone from being, I like to call it the cobbler's children, where they were massively underinvested in, right. to overnight being in the spotlight where they were expected to have the answers for literally everything. For, and the digital transformation of work was going at such a pace. And then they, they're expected to have the answers. So it's just been, as I say, two very traumatic years um, and it, it's made it an exciting time to be in this industry and to be helping support this industry of folks. But gosh, they've had a hard time. I sure have. So what are you really seeing as far as like what's, what's the big impact other than the years that we've been through obviously mm-hmm. have been very tough. Um, what do we see like just that are really impacting your customers? Yeah, you know, we have a lot of customers going, right? We have 145,000 customers and supporting five and a, almost five and a half million employees out there. So it's a lot of companies. And it really is our customers are the backbone of the U.S. economy there. SMB sort of 50 to, you know, a couple of thousand employees. It's, it's that rapid growth where you're maturing very fast. So what we've seen is all of these changes that have been ushered in over the last years has created a whole bunch of challenges for them. And they, they've had to step back and say, where are we in terms of our human capital management maturity and also our digital maturity as well? And our goal as a company has been to try to help guide them to say, where are you now? And where do you, you know, where have you got to be based on what you're facing? And let's see what processes and support we can offer to help you with that. And maybe there's some technology that goes along with that to help it technology alone is not going to fix it, right? So we've been seeing for the first time in a, in a good many years, HR departments having budget to go spend, to go solve some of these issues. Um, but the demands are being so high, it's like, which buyers do we put out first? And again, our job as a, as a provider is to say, hey, we are here, we're iSoft, uh, and we, we can support you on any number of these things, but let's come and look at what may be the most critical thing and help you with that first and help you build and mature um, as you as you go through the change. So that's kind of what we've been seeing over the last, I guess, six to nine months. Yeah. I think that's an interesting point because when I was a practitioner, it wasn't, I, I think at the time I was, it was more about going after maybe low-hanging fruit. But what I'm sort of translating what you said is it's really about having a partner who's going to come and speak with you about what's going to be the most impactful approach versus just doing maybe the easiest approach. Yeah. Could you maybe share a little bit with us about like what is your experience in terms of working with clients and having them get away from that, let's just take care of the easiest bits first, when it's maybe a more impactful approach that's more beneficial? I would add on to what Jane said earlier. You know, overnight when COVID started, the role of the CHRO kind of shifted. HR was looked at as kind of the soft function or the administrative function, let's get the payroll running, let's get the time running, right. to more of a, all right, employees are remote, how do we keep them engaged? And then there was a, a period of great resignation, and James talked about it this morning, how do we get them to great re-engagement? And HR is now leading the forefront, and the CEO is tapping onto the CHRO and asking, what are we going to do about it? How 
employees, we, we got to make sure we have enough employees. When we have the employees, we can onboard them quickly. Uh, we have the best policies to make sure that they are engaged, they are committed, and they want to stay. So, so HR has taken on this broader role of making the organization go forward when employees and getting access to good talent has become such a critical issue. Right. It's interesting that you say that because to me, one of the biggest drivers of engagement is connection. And I don't hear as much about that, right? We, we hear lots of companies, uh, organizations addressing employee engagement in all of these other ways, right? But they are not really focusing on technology that helps them be connected more. And it's interesting that you, even your event is called Connect, right? So could maybe, James, talk a little bit about what is the thought process within iSolved on actually connecting employees to help with those things of, you know, when you join a new job, staying engaged in your yeah. job, that sort of thing. What's your philosophy yeah. on that? Yeah, well, our, our first and main goal is to try to be as e- easy to use as possible and to kind of get out of the way of people that need to get onboarded fast and need to get productive and compliant fast and all of that. So we've actually... In the last year, we, we completely reimagined and reinvented our onboarding applications, something that we've had for a very long time. But we looked hard at them saying, are they up to today's rapid onboarding? As Pragis says, you know, lots of people are onboarding and offboarding at higher rates than ever before. And so we, we, we went and spoke to our customers and said, what, what, you know, what is it fit for purpose? And we ended up with something completely new, which they absolutely love, which is great. But it is helping them sort of cycle through and do things by getting out of the way and making it just easy for people to get things done quickly. So that was that was a key example of, of, of that. And that helps create a connection from the very beginning of an employee coming on. So we know about an onboarding experience, you're not gonna stick around very long. So that's helping. And then the other thing is just on the talent management side, you know, sort of how you look to retain and keep people engaged. It's trying to help them understand that there are some tools and there are some processes out there that you don't have to be a big company to adopt. There are things that if you have remote workers and hybrid workers um, that that can very quickly be put into place, it's going to connect them with one another if they're not in the office or in the factory or, you know, um, side by side every day. And so, again, it's been an education process and trying to help them understand what's available, what can it do for you, and that you don't have to be this big enterprise to really go after that. Because I think there is a bit of a perception that Oh, talent management, engagement, that's the big companies. It's not. It's not. It's just as important for a company of 100 employees, if not more, to make sure they retain those folks. Because if they lose one person, they can't meet their orders, right? So it's, right. yeah, it's it's a big part of going through that. A noticeable impact, sometimes. Yeah. And so it's good to know that... Uh, you know that the technologies that you're looking at are making things more simple with the onboarding and, and retaining talent and all that. But are you seeing anything um, really that the technology isn't isn't addressing yet? Some issues that have come up that we just aren't able to tackle yet. Yeah. So what I would say is that you know now that there's a lot of gig in, influx of gig economy, right? We've been talking about this for a few years now. But in that, there is one, two people who are kind of sharing jobs, or sometimes there's one person who's wearing multiple hats. From a technology perspective, how do we address that? How does the software enable either one person doing multiple jobs or multiple people doing one job? So there is a need to figure that out in the software. And then the other thing I would say, um, what James talked about, that 
hundred percent. Sometimes we think only enterprises need talent management or talent or coaching and development software. No, the need is pervasive even in, in a hundred employee organization. So is the need for mentoring. So is the need for growing your employees. Uh, how do we build those connections, those natures within the organization so employees are getting connected? So those are, in my mind, some of the things even we will mm-hmm. be looking to to figure out what that means for our size and segment. Yeah, and I, I'd add to that. I mean, again, if you look at our average customers, they're mid-sized businesses. They're going through phase of digital maturity and most of our position it's not that we don't have the technology for them it's just they 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 don't think to adopt it or they think it's not right for them take for example like a, a chatbot or a conversational virtual assistant we released one you know earlier this year and it, it you know normally it's only the major software vendors have have that stuff at the height the enterprise software vendors we're obviously a major software vendor but um you know, trying to help our customers say, well, this is not something to be afraid of. This is something your employees um, at surveys show would absolutely be happy to use and would deflect so many common HR service management requests to self-service, which would free you up to then focus on some of these other things because the biggest challenge they face is, I got too much to do. And so it's, in many cases, it's not there isn't the technology to do it. It's they're not aware of it or they're afraid of it or you know, no one's explained to them how it's gonna come in and, and, and help them. And that's a big part of what we do at events like this is say, look, here's some, here's some best practices, here's some approaches you can use. It might not be right for you, but you know, it, it gives you time to think about that and say, okay, maybe somewhere at this conference, we're gonna find one nugget that we're gonna take back that's gonna make a difference. Well, I think one of the things that stands out most from my, my time with Connect last year with you all was that the customers I talked to, that was a common thread that was like woven in every conversation is they felt supported. And you don't always hear that from a vendor-client relationship, regardless of what kind of vendor it is, right? Any of us that have relationships, uh, you know, buying relationships. So I do think that is something that's unique with you. I think the, connect, the connection that you have with your customers that you're supporting is very special to them. They feel like they can look at the phone, make that call, get that support. So I, I'm looking forward to hearing even more about that this year. And I think that that's, it starts from the top down. It starts with people like you who are sort of envisioning this future of work and how you need to support your you know, potential customers, your current customers, and also be innovative. It's a, it's a big sort of load that you're carrying, but, uh, but you're both doing it really well. So um, thank you for coming on the show. Um, James and Pragya, where can people connect with you? Pragya, we'll start with you first. Where's the best place if people want to learn more? And, and get in touch. Yeah, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, my email address, which I'd be happy to share. So either way, please reach out, ask questions. Would love to just connect, have one-on-ones, and discuss. Good, wonderful. We'll share those in the show notes as well. And James, what about you? I'm the chief marketing officer, so if I say anything other than the website, <laughs> you, you'd have to be concerned. So www.isolvedhcm.com. Very good. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to talking to more people at Isolve Connect. Great. Meeting with you both. Thanks for having us. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.